Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, we are live. We're going to all deal with Corey in just a second. You see Buzz up there because Corey cannot, yeah, Corey cannot hear me. Um, so, yes. Oh. So you can hear him now. All right, you can hear me now. All right, so we'll, we will, yeah, we will, we will um, get um, Buzz off the screen for Corey, but, uh, this is. Yes. <laughs> Spinning. Look at ah, it. yeah. <laughs> I'm not Buzz. All right. Yeah, this little glitches live TV. This is one of our large, this is probably our largest audience we've ever had. So we were expecting some glitches um, to come in and do this. But, um, Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk a little bit about the embarrassment that was week two. We're going to let Corey do his bet online thing. And we're going to get into week three because there's some interesting week three games, even though there's only one ranked matchup that might be the wrong team favored. We'll talk about that when we get to the pick section. Corey, how are you doing today, bud? Man, I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm finally back on, though. Um, that was... Uh... That was a little bit helter-skelter there. Uh, touch and go, I guess, however you want to describe it. But, hey, I'm here. We're, uh, it, it's, it's, it's another edition of SEC After Dark. So, you already know, I look forward to Wednesdays. Absolutely. But I want to also let you guys know that we're brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. You can find reviews and news for every league. It's including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, golf, MLS, and most importantly, college football. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live and game betting, props, and futures. So head to the, head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join in today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V five zero. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Yeah, man. Um, last week was, let's just say, interesting. Yes. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, for our new audience, everything Corey is the host of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Um, that's right. That's that's the reason that reader was there. I do the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Jeb is a person, and Jake does Tide Talk Live. That's right. Jeb yeah. is a person. I he appreciate person. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's he just, he just here every every Wednesday night. I don't know where every, we find him, but you know, yeah. he, he just he just stumbles upon the the feed here. Yeah, right. He finally hung up a Tennessee flag, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Well, I mean, Stephen Becky really tried, but whatever. There you go. Good job. Take him Steve. over and yeah, put all that to. Well, Jake now is Allah instead of Ah. That's right one. Yeah, so we're 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 getting closer to yeah. maybe it's Alab next week. Yeah. <laughs> Alba. <laughs> yeah. Alba. Mm -hmm. So as you see, the lines are scrolling across the bottom of the screen. It's going to be fun to kind of make some picks this week. Um, just uh, throwing this this one out there. Um, now that Scott Frost got canned, 
Um, Nebraska under Mickey Joseph, they are 13 and a half point underdogs uh, to go out of out of conference here. How do you guys see that game against Oklahoma? <laughs> They're only 13 and a half. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Nebraska, Nebraska, um, they need to go 0 and 12 or whatever that number is for letting Scott Frost go 20 days before seven and a half million dollars would come off his buyout. Yeah, they, they must be desperate, man. Hey, John, or just really angry. Yeah, hey, what's up, John? I mean, they did lose to Georgia Southern. That's that's so. something the Tennessee fan base would do: fire a coach right after a loss, without <laughs> thinking about the consequences. No, they've been trying to fire him for a while now, so I'm really kind of not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Alberts did this uh, like 20 years ago to the Ole Miss fan base, called Ole Miss the runts of the SEC. And I guess they're now the Nebraska's the runts of the Big Ten West, and that's saying something. I mean, <laughs> it is. I was yeah. favored by 23 points this week, and somebody just posted on Twitter is like, you "Guys, realize that's 10 safeties." Yes, because <laughs> that's all they that's all they can score. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. God, I always couldn't score 23 points in practice all week against air, against air. <laughs> I mean, if y'all watch college, if y'all watch college game day last week, Pat McAfee said that their punter needs to be in the Heisman Heisman watch because he's so good. <laughs> you know, uh, getting plenty of work, that's for sure. Yeah, he does. Every football team wants to be known does. as punter. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, they're punter you right now. <laughs> oh Lord, you, you <laughs> already know. You like Tom Herman as the next head coach, better than Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell is not touching that job with a 10-foot pole. He turned down the NFL uh, to stay at Iowa State. So He must really love Iowa State. Where's Tom Herman at right now? Is he anywhere? Tom Herman is – it feels like he's on TV somewhere. He might be the Big Ten Network or something like that. Yeah, I think he's Big Ten Network. If they hire Tom Herman, I'm going to laugh. I read who else do they hire? I mean, I heard uh, a name thrown around. Of course, it's Hugh Freeze. Yes, that would make a ton of sense up there. And yep. unfortunately, though, Nebraska is a public school with Freedom of Information Act being involved. <laughs> yeah, uh, we all know that he does not do well in that situation. That's true. Yeah, he gets uh, a certain cell phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> calls a certain. But I, I guess Jeb, you can. Google this one, but uh, is there anywhere for Hugh Freeze to call? <laughs> in Nebraska? In Nebraska? Uh, yeah, in, in Lincoln. Uh, a cornfield, maybe, is all? I mean, <laughs> Jeb, you can research Nebraska? that one. It's okay. Call girls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to send me to Craigslist. I don't want to click on Craigslist. I don't trust it anymore. Anymore? <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of bad decisions. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, if you want to join in on the chat, as some others have uh, done, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe so you can join in. Uh, Becky is uh, impressed that I love Buzz. Uh, not a chance. Um, John, what's up, man? You can join John in, in his conversation here uh, with himself, I guess. Um, make sure you get your input in. We have a large audience, apparently, so we're, uh, we're good to go. Yeah, chat's but, fun. Uh, we're hoping you're having a we're we're hoping you're having an Appy State type of week. We're hoping you're having a Marshall University type of week. We're hoping you have 
any type of week except for an an Aggie week. Not a um, Scott Frost type of week. We don't want you to no. have that either. No, not not a Scott Frost type of week. Not, we not don't. We don't even want you to have a Nick Saban type of week, where you're just barely squeaking by. Uh-huh. Now, okay, all right. Let's start there, okay? Because because Jake, we need we need to we need to perform some therapy on Jake here. Because uh, in, in in our group chat here, Jake was uh, Jake was a little bit uh, he was a little bit flustered. Um, mm-hmm. It's Jake. What's what's Alabama's record? They're two and zero. All right, they're two and zero. Okay, so um, do they count moral victories? Uh, they you get shouldn't. a loss for that. They shouldn't. No. Okay. <laughs> they they do right. if you're playing Alabama. So yeah. you're so you're still two and zero. So all of those issues now, I I think, are going to go well in Nick Saban's uh, favor because he's like, okay, all right, you did it your way. You almost lost to Texas in embarrassing fashion. Set the record for uh, most penalties in the Saban era. Um, most most times the quarterback was hit. It's got to be. Uh, Bryce Young was harassed all day long. Receivers didn't step up. All that good stuff. Now he's got their attention. I bet this week of practice was really, really rough. So, Jake, yeah. all of those things, you know, what – what seems to be the what seems to be the thing that needs to be fixed the most the, the thing that's going to be the Achilles heel moving forward if it doesn't get fixed well I think offensive play calling is one thing I mean the the biggest thing about a uh, uh, Bill O'Brien offense is it seems like all of our receivers go they, they don't start making their moves until 20 yards down the field so I mean I, I played offensive line uh, when I was in high school um, but we was taught, you know, as an offensive lineman, block, you got three seconds, and then as long as you block for three seconds, quarterback should have enough time to, to read a defense and find find the open guy. So, I mean, the offensive line's reading three seconds, and then it's a free-for-all because our guys are still going down the field and had not done any kind of their moves yet. Uh, so, that's an issue. Um offensive line's got to play a little bit better than what they have. Uh, there's some bright spots. <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing is mental issues. That that's the biggest thing that that killed Alabama last last week was the mental mistakes. I mean, I don't think we'll see where Will Anderson have that type of mental mistake like he did last week. You know, jumping off sides like or lying off sides twice and then jumping off once and then the late hit clearly that the guy was down. You know, so I don't think you'll see a leader of you know like him had that type of performance again moving forward. Right. I mean, you know, Will Anderson's going to be such a force, and, and Dallas Turner, God, he's dangerous. But, um, yeah, Alabama's receivers have to get separation. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to protect better, but also Bill O'Brien ha- – you're, you're exactly right. Bill O'Brien has to help them out mm-hmm. because he's calling these long-developing routes that these guys obviously can't do. You're not right. getting any help in the run game. Jameer Gibbs is not providing what you need just yet or what you thought he was going to provide. I, I don't no. think they're using Jameer Gibbs right. I did not, not. like that. They're not. not. They're not. That dude is a weapon. He is not Jameson Williams. The fact that they have to put him out there probably shows how shorthanded they are at the moment. Um, yeah, because Harold, Harold goes down. Yeah. So that's Harold, Harold would probably be bad for the Arkansas game. And Jermaine yeah. Burton, two catches for, what, 10 yards? 10 yards. Something like that. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, I hate, that's unacceptable. I hate, to, I hate to say it, but Jermaine Burton, he in that game, he played like a C-minus John Mechie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't get Man. any separation. Yeah. No. No. I, I mean, you would take Slade Bolden over him at the moment. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he'd go back to Georgia, and he wouldn't beat out Ladd McConkey. Mm-hmm. And and not to throw you know salt into the room here, but I was telling the guys before you got on, Corey, Utah State got absolutely killed by Weber State last week, thirty-five to seven. A state pride right there. Weber State looking to <laughs> become mean, Utah yeah. State champs. Right. Yeah, it's so, not a good day if you're an Aggie because we uh, Utah State was supposed to be. They're the Aggies, by the way. Yeah, uh, they're supposed to be contenders in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. That's probably, um, that's, associate producer <laughs> Becky says that Bama's defense should be required to practice with yeah. mittens on. That might help with the urge to tackle via the face mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did a lot Becky of that is spitting week. hot fire tonight. Folks, there you, there you go. Be- Becky is on point. That's our. That's our. That's this. That's right on. That's point. our. Pro- that's our pro- producer right there. She's mm-hmm. a professional producer. Mm-hmm. Pro. She's a pro. Yeah. And she's so, man in the chat room as well. She's multitasking. She's doing something that I can't do. So. So, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but John just mentioned in the uh, in the comments he was saying that Bama's defense was just playing out of their minds. Texas, Texas is going to be in the SEC very soon. I know they have good athletes and everything, but do you think this was more of Texas being better than we thought they were or more of Bama just having a bad day? I, I think Texas had a really good game plan. They had a um, great game plan. Because, because Sark knows them. Mm-hmm. And Gary Patterson, I didn't realize this until I saw him on the sidelines. I was like, oh, they hired Gary Patterson as a senior defensive consultant. Mm-hmm. Dude absolutely pulled Bill O'Brien's pants down and gave him a freaking noogie mm-hmm. at, 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 at midfield. That game reminded me of that first Ole Miss Lane Kiffin game against Bama. Yeah, yeah. That, that it, it was different because Ole Miss didn't have a defense at that point. Um, but it was like one of those things where Saban was. You could actually tell that um, Saban was a little bit caught off guard, and seeing Bama get rattled. I mean, that's just something you don't see. But they were they were absolutely out of sorts for two quarters. Yeah. They were out of sorts up until that final drive. Yeah, Bryce Young's just special. He he yeah. he he's the goat of goats at Alabama. Yeah, he's got ice in his veins. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah I mean, he don't get rattled. I mean that move that he did with that Woodson yeah. corner, I mean, God. It was crazy. And then of course Alabama finally has a kicker for the first time under Saban that can actually make a 52 yeah. yarder or a game winning field goal without you know any kind of pressure you know without i'm having to do this i can actually yeah. watch i can actually watch them now uh, but um, texas had a kicker's last name was auburn yes yeah it's like come on guys Y'all, that, that's two on the nose that's two try hard oh yeah. that's great yeah, yeah. Bert auburn at first when they announced him i thought his name was beat auburn i'm like <laughs> Why would you name? <laughs> well, we will. Yeah, roll damn tide. Like that. Yeah. Well, we got a kicker named Auburn. Yeah, roll tide. That kicker, that kicker named Auburn missed a seventeen-yard field goal that was actually the difference in the game. And also, if that safety was called correctly, because that That's was an actual safety. Yeah. That another thing that field goal doesn't matter. Texas should have won that game. That was a moral loss for Alabama. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Hudson Card played out of his mind coming into relief for, for Quinn Ewers. How, 
How I'm, good is Quinn Ewers? Oh my Quinn goodness! Really good. Our Arch Manning's not beating that kid out. No. If you if you played the entire game, we probably get beat by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, honestly, because yeah. on that first drive, there was two touchdowns dropped, where he yeah. just dropped it in the bucket, and the guy dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that first drive, he he lays out a freaking dime, and the dude drops it. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. Although Jake, in your defense, I don't want to I don't want to start discussing would have lost if the other team's quarterback hadn't gone down because. That could go badly for both of us in this one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, absolutely. But Quinn like, Ewers was excellent. Well, so slow, but... Quinn Ewers looks like Joe Dirt. I don't care what anybody says. He looks like Joe Dirt. <laughs> he does. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does. Uh, I can't argue with that. <laughs> Joe Dirte. Yes. He's like an in, in shape Joe Dirt. He's like his <laughs> uh, bully big brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. John Dirte. Um, all right. So, Jeb, let's talk about your almost. Uh, quarterback situation there with uh, Keaton Slovis going down, Pat Narduzzi, questionable call to play for overtime um, and, and not go for the win, things like that. Guys, got, you guys squeaked out of there. You know, I, I, I thought this game was – I thought I thought Tennessee was going to roll. Uh, Pitt, Pitt, is, Pitt is a lot better than I, I thought they were, and their backup quarterback is actually a lot better than I thought he was. He had some – he had some freaking moxie and some stones – there at the end of the game to, to tie it up so yeah he was pretty good at staying in the pocket and finding his guy under pressure because tennessee got more pressure than they've gotten in a long time uh i actually thought the defense looked much better than i thought they would which was surprising offense just was not firing on all cylinders it was a, uh, it was something i mean it started off terrible they got better uh i know uh, hooker hooker actually by the end of the game was playing well but i don't know what took so long for them to get started and you got to. I, I, I still don't think that a uh, pit is as good as 17 in the nation or where they were ranked. You know, to begin the season for sure. But I do think they played really well. They played tough. They played hard. As it, we barely walked out of that one with a win, and probably shouldn't have, honestly. But yeah, we did. West Virginia and West Virginia got taken down by the Jayhawks. Lance Peel, yeah. Leopold, dude, rock chalk. break up the state of kansas break up the state of kansas i love that 90s football for everybody i love it yeah that's the reason nebraska is going to try and hire one of them because they're going to try and recreate the 90s we're just going to have the 90s in the bread basket there (laughs) they're going to go hire uh they're going to go hire whoever's coaching the jackrabbits that's what they're going to (laughs) do oh san diego state that's my team Mm -hmm. south dakota state South Dakota State, yeah, San Diego State. <laughs> They're the Aztecs. They got Brady Hoke. You don't, you don't want him. No. <laughs> he's, he's already tried the Big Ten thing and failed. Um, well, what about this uh, What about this albatross that's sitting on us? Appy State dominating Texas 8-4. and four. Just yes. running. Oh, no, no. Cramming you, it. you misspoke. No. It's Texas 4-8. Yeah. and eight. Texas 4-8 <laughs> now. Yes. Texas 4-8. So I, I found Jimbo's playbook right here. I found his is there call four shot. wins that they can get now. This is Jimbo on the sideline. Yeah. Actually, um, I think Jimbo needs to upgrade to Tecmo Super Bowl as opposed to Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, I think if he does that, you know, Devin Achan with the Bo Jackson stuff from Tecmo Bowl, he he, he maybe needs four more plays. If he can do yeah. that, um, Texas A and M might be successful. For thirty-one million dollars, thirty-one million dollars, you go out and get dominated in the running game. 
mm-hmm. by Appalachian State. Yeah. Jimbo's Jimbo's buyout's like seventy-five million dollars. They can't fire him. No, no they're stuck. They can't. There's gonna be some crazy oil tycoon that that will. They will they will come up with that money. His buyout is ridiculous. Yeah. This I mean is, they so awesome. I mean they like Corey, I, I was telling the guys when we got on again, another thing was when Texas A and M tied that game, it still didn't feel like they had any kind of momentum. And I had a feeling they was not going to win still at that point. No, I mean, it's just it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you, you tied the game against Appy State. Right. But Appy State, you know, Chase Chase Bryce, former five star, signed at Clemson, transferred to Appy State for more playing time because he couldn't beat out Trevor Lawrence, who could. So he goes to App State and just freaking is the king of Boone, yeah. dude. He, right. he he comes in, not a not an ounce of sweat. He's just like, All right, guys. Let's just freaking run this thing. And they yeah. just crammed it down their throat, went down there, kicked a field goal to go ahead, and then they just never looked back. And, and just and just hang that stretch play that they run on the in the Louvre. It's Man. absolute perfection. And they read it, it over and over uh-huh. and over and over and over again. Oh. And A and M had no answer. No. I never I never felt like a seventeen to fourteen game was just a just a dominant blowout fest, but that that was because yeah. because you saw Jimbo. Sorry, Steve, you saw Jimbo over there. He was befuddled yeah. with his notebook and his papers flying everywhere, and he can't find stuff. His glasses are at his nose, and he's he he looks befuddled. He's trying to figure out what's going on, and meanwhile, what's going on is after state is ramming it down your throat. It's crazy. Yeah, you look at it. Appy State ran um, inside and outside zone combined probably for 40 out of 60 plays. And they just did it out of 18 different formations with all kinds of window dressing on it. And Texas A&M, with all of their five stars everywhere, their defensive line got whooped. Their um, five stars just were just completely befuddled. Their eyes were in the wrong places. They only gave up like 320 yards. So it wasn't one of those things where Appy State ran for 330 against them. But then you combine that with the fact their offense is just Devin A. Chain and a bunch of anemic players to where it just felt like it was like when Appy State took the lead, it's like, oh, AM's not winning this game. Yeah. They can't score. You got a bunch of guys that don't know what the heck they're doing. They're like, they can't get past the 50. You can't, like, they weren't going to move the ball. It didn't Mm. matter. And it was that final drive that really just like na- drove the nail in the coffin. Yep. Like that final drive where App State gets on the 15 and they just all runs, just boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And then they hit that big one down the, down the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our Epi State's like, oh, four minute offense? Yeah. We got this. Yeah, we'll be all right. We got it. Cool. They're doing the Jennifer Lawrence thing. Or... Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Chase Bryce is like, I don't have to throw a single pass in the second half and we're going to win. All right. Absolutely cool. nuts. Good with me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and game days are rewarding App State by going there this week. So, heck yeah. Dave. Game day is rewarding the whole Sun Belt for App State, yes. Georgia Southern, and um, Marshall. Who's the other one? Marshall. 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 Yep. Yeah, Gosh, Marshall. That. Holy they God. are Marshall, right? We yeah, are we, we, Marshall. We, Marshall. I, I keep I kept hearing jokes that Matthew McConaughey came back and coached him. <laughs> oh my! Oh my goodness! 
if Texas would have won that game, if he'd have made that 17 or 18 yard field goal and Marshall beat Notre Dame, how many Matthew McConaughey gifts would we have seen Saturday? Oh, a bunch. Yeah. So the internet would have been broken. Yeah. Dude, not not to be Sunbelt after dark, but that Marshall Marshall that game was fun because you you saw another team that was completely befuddled. You saw a head coach that was just like Oh, what the hell's going on? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He saw the world crashing in front of him. He's like, I'm about to go 0 and three at Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh boy. And Lou yeah. Fickle's just sitting back going. Mm-hmm. Yep. You should have called me the first time. Yeah, see, yep. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, you Wonder Boy over here. I mean, ultimately he's gonna be fine, but yeah. they had, but <laughs> right now it's kind of rough. Well, their quarterback uh, went down too. So and, and Coastal is not even one of the teams we're talking about with these upset wins. Mm-hmm. Jeez, Jamie Chadwell <laughs> just taking the weekend off, I guess. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. Oh, uh, by the way, James Madison in week two. I think mm-hmm. um put a sixty burger on somebody. Yeah, I did. <laughs> they're, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah. Sun belt. Replace this replace the ACC with a sun belt. Yeah, seriously, the, the sun belt yeah. is what the American was before. Sun belt is by far the best conference. They, they did a good job adding those yeah. teams that they added. They did put sixty three up on Northport State. Mm-hmm. So State, rest, State. so rest in pieces. Rest in peace, Des Desmond Howard's pick to win the national mm-hmm. championship. Texas <laughs> four and eight. Speaking of Texas four and eight, they uh they don't get to lick their wounds this weekend. They welcome the the Canes of Miami, the U. The we're, we're, U. We're gonna talk about that in a couple of minutes, but yeah, yeah that that one's intriguing. Mm-hmm. It is intriguing. Yeah. Oh, did y'all see the tweet came out today that um, all the crocodiles went on this Brazilian beach? There's like a thousand of them. They just like, oh, took. You saw yeah, that, I, right? I saw it's the a whole, video of it. it, it yeah, I just can't believe Kentucky of, would nope. do that to them. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. They're just, nice. <laughs> Corey's just shaking his head. Corey's done. <laughs> <laughs> He's done. I look. I looked like Jim. I looked like Jimbo. There's befuddled. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was thinking of another joke, and I'm like, Oh, oh, Kentucky. Yeah, he's in Kentucky yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but seriously, there's like a thousand alligators or crocodiles on a beach in Brazil. It's absolutely nuts. Nice. There's video of it. Yeah, there's video of a dude like driving a boat over these things and they're like imagine that boat tips over because you're running over a bunch of alligators uh, yeah bye bye dude because yeah. it ain't a big boat wouldn't even fight just let it go yeah 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 everybody needs to make a tiktok doesn't matter if it kills them they need to make a tiktok if they survive it, it'll yeah. be worth it for 15 yeah. minutes yeah. 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 people will yeah. move on yeah that that was a whole that was a whole lot of absolutely no on that. All right. Who got Corey a thesaurus? I found one. It was one of the books that didn't get burned in the library. <laughs> it, it, was hidden, it was hidden in the coloring books. There we go. Yeah. 
Did, you heard about the uh, Johns at LSU. There was apparently a fire on the, an Auburn library like 15 years ago. And like like 65% of the books were destroyed and like three of them weren't even colored. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's a loss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Steve Spurrier. Came that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, he was a treasure. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. Whatever. Whenever Steve Spurrier passes away that day, I'm wearing black. I don't care. He's not even my school. I'm wearing black that day. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. So, do we want to move on to next week, or do we want to talk about Kentucky's utter dominance? No, pick six by Keyron Smith, Ole Miss transfer. There's two Ole Miss transfers playing on the defense. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. That, that was uh, that was a that was a mighty fine touchdown pass from Anthony Richardson to Keyron Smith. I mean, hit him right in stride. Oh my goodness, he he didn't have to even slow down. It was almost one of the, he threw the ball over to Keyron Smith, and he looked surprised that nobody was around him. The receiver's <laughs> running like a post, and quarterback threw a hitch. And he was like, what is going on? <laughs> Keaton's just like, oh, shit, I got beat. And then the ball pops up in his head, and he's like, wait a second. I can <laughs> run. Yeah. It, it, it was like in those early Nintendo games when you were playing um, football. And it wasn't necessarily Tecmo Ball, but whenever you get in just trying to get rid of the ball, and it just wouldn't go anywhere near the receiver. It would go like six yards out of bounds and the receiver's on the left side of the field. And you're like, what is going on? That, that's what that was. It's like it wasn't even completely attached. Kentucky absolutely owned Florida that game, though. Um, Florida's not going to beat Tennessee. Two and two is a win start for Florida. Um, the media absolutely overreacted on that Utah win. And by the how way, about, Utah how about, took out some vengeance. How about yeah. Kentucky completely sh- just – had Billy Napier shook on that fourth down where he went for it, but didn't ha- where he didn't have to. Mm. It was like in the third quarter, I think. Yeah. And he went for it on a fourth down, and just he was just you could tell he was just like shell shocked. Like, what, yeah. what am I doing here? Like, because yeah, he was. I mean, Will Will Levis had not given anybody really any reason to be shell shocked leading into this game, mm-hmm. and he didn't even have that great of a game. The defense was outstanding but um he was good enough to win but and he was good enough to and billy napier probably was thinking oh boy this is the league i'm in yeah let's buckle up this feels like um, whenever they go up to knoxville in two weeks um it's going to be a little bit of a frustration game and i think tennessee's yeah. going to take out about 20 years on florida in that game God, I hope so. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I don't like giving a lot of credit to Kentucky, but I, I am thankful for them because I was a little down after Kentucky beat up U, uh, Utah as bad as they did. I really didn't think uh, didn't think we were going to have much of a chance. And Kentucky just showed, I guess they are. I don't know, was he good the first week or was it looks like he's just going to be real up and they, down. I wouldn't say they beat up. Yeah, it was on Utah. the last play of the game, basically. I mean, they, they hung with them. I mean, Utah was – I mean, they were – Utah maybe not not as good as we thought they were, but um, completely still being it's not being nearly as good. I, we, before we move on to this, Lincoln Riley hype that they did on every single quarterback seemingly all the time. I mean, yeah. he's just an okay quarterback. He's he probably was, he a little that, bit that, better than their grad assistant, but not much. Yeah, I mean, he, he had some. I mean, he had some good numbers in the second half against Arkansas last week, but 
Um, let's jump. Let, well, let's jump. Let's let's jump ahead. Let's let's jump to to this week's games. Um, I guess since we're talking about Spencer Rattler, we can start with Georgia and South Carolina. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. The yeah, they're twenty four point twenty four and a half point favorites coming into Columbia. We'll make our official selections later, but you know, I, I think all Georgia fans have a little bit. And I saw this on our message boards. Uh, RTSD, no RPTSD. Rick post-traumatic stress disorder um, because so many times Georgia has waltzed into Columbia heavy favorites and either barely scratched through or, or took the, took a big fat L. And this is one of those games. It's a noon kick. Um, it's not going to be a hundred degrees like it normally is in September at noon when, when teams play there, but uh, it is not a friendly environment. If you listen to our show, believe in Georgia dogs, Israel talks about, um, he talks about South Carolina and, and how bad it was. He's played at LSU. He's played in Baton Rouge. Um, he's played at Oklahoma State, which is a rowdy crowd. He said South Carolina is by far the worst, most ruthless fan base that he, that, that he played against, in his opinion. Yeah. Uh, in, two, in 2009, when Ole Miss went there, I think Ole Miss was ranked third or fourth in the country, and they went up into Columbia. And that, that stadium was just a cauldron. It, it doesn't look like much. It almost looks like um, Auburn and Clemson, all those stadiums. They all look about like the a same. Little, little cookie-cutter college yeah. stadium. Yeah, but uh, apparently that holds the noise in pretty pretty seriously, and that's a, that's a pretty difficult place to play. Oh, when, when, when they get cranked up with sandstorm and it's a mm-hmm. noon kick and it's about a million degrees, everything's right there on top of you, like suffocating you. You see the towels flying. It's pretty intimidating. Now, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case here, but um, it's pretty intimidating atmosphere. But South Carolina has two defensive starters out. Uh, that's not good. They have Spencer no. Rattler, who hadn't seen a defense anywhere close to what he's going to see Saturday. No. Nope. And then what he's going to see against Kentucky later on in the season. And even what he's going to see against that's Florida right. when they play Florida. So this is, this, is going to be, this is going to be welcome to the SEC moment for Spencer Rattler. Um, I see it kind of like what Bo Nix experienced at Auburn and, and Oregon against Georgia. I, I see it going much of that way where ain't a whole lot of touchdowns, a whole lot of picks, a whole lot of bad decisions, a whole lot of he can't do anything because they have nothing around him, first of all. He's not good, second of all. he's He's got some talent, and talent will take him. Talent will allow him to make – some plays but when you need it and you need to reach down there he ain't got it you could see it on qb1 you could see it when he was at oklahoma and you're about to see it again you know i was sitting here thinking it's like the only chance that south carolina has in this game is if their defense really shows up and they can hold Georgia to 17 points or less. It's it's if, like that 2019 game yeah. where Jake Fromm threw four interceptions. That's yeah, their chance. That, that that is their only chance because if this if Georgia scores points, if Georgia can score, there's no way South Carolina is going to be able to keep up. Hmm. You, know, you, you need um yeah. what, what's his name with his tight fade? What's his nickname now? Quavius. Stequavius, um, to throw four picks and look like a two-star quarterback, Jones County Junior College transfer. That that's what you need. You don't need somebody that is really 
calm and collected and throwing for 700 yards in two games, that's not the guy you need to see coming out that tunnel. But um, this is not a good situation for the South Carolina Gamecocks. They're getting better. South Carolina is getting better. It's just not going to be this year. It's kind of like Brian Kelly. Yeah. I tell people all the time, Brian Kelly and LSU is going to win games. It's not going to be this year, but they're <laughs> going to win games. And it because, may get worse before it gets better. But Yes, Saban went 6-6 six and six in year one yeah. with the loss to Louisiana Monroe. It, and, and had to and had to absolutely call every favor to the football gods to beat Colorado in the Independence Bowl to go seven and six. Mm-hmm. I remember that year. That year was that year was special. Um, but for yeah, for South Carolina, their defense is going to have to come through. They're okay. Have to have, yeah. John brought up something. Said he says more annoying the rooster call at South Carolina, cowbells, or Rocky Top. And I have a fourth one, but I'm going to let you guys um, – what do y'all say? Rocky Cowbills. Rocky Cowbills. Rocky Top. All right, John, you're banned. Hold on. Let me okay. try to do that. They don't do the rooster call all the time. They don't do – yeah. They don't do Rocky Top. You know, they do Rocky Top every five seconds. They did Rocky Top on a touchback last week. Yeah. Yeah, John, you're already banned. Stop digging your hole deeper. Uh. <laughs> No, um, no, so, no, no, basically, no, no, yeah. the most annoying well, thing in the Southeastern Conference, Cowbells obviously would be on that list, but the most annoying thing is that dang foghorn at Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they don't use it much. So. Yeah. Yeah, they only play it after touchdowns, so you don't hear it very often. But whenever um, I was the video coordinator at Ole Miss, Vandy would just super great guys and everything. They'd put the opposing team's video cameras – uh, right in front of the foghorn. <laughs> oh, so, so we got okay now. Now it's personal. Well, it can't uh-oh, be. Uh-oh. It can't be Rocky Top because you can't call yourself a Southerner and say the most annoying thing is a Dolly Parton song. I'm sorry, sorry, you can't do it. I'm not a Dolly Parton fan, so we're good. <sighs> it ain't yeah, a Dolly Parton song. It's a bastardized going. version by the 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 Pride of the Southland band that play it a million and a half times. <laughs> Are you yeah. saying think, the Nickelback or something? I think Jeff just lost his Tennessee card. Yeah. I know it's not her original it's song. It's the Osborne Brothers. I know yeah. she didn't write the song. Well done, okay. Jeff. You should have Googled that. No. You Google everything else. I, well, I, Google I, that. I'm not sure I could have said yeah. Osborne Brothers, but I know she didn't write it originally. Jeff, I do want to no, appreciate no. you. My Foghorn comment completely out the window now. She's not even thinking about that. <laughs> Becky, Becky just came and just... Just Vince Carter dunked on you. You hush, guys. She most definitely has sung it more like, than once. Like Vince more Carter on the seven-foot Frenchie okay. in the Olympics. Just Everybody in the state of Tennessee has sung Rocky Top multiple times. Exactly. You're about so that, to get your eyes You can't say Dolly brothers. Parton no more than you can say like John Smith playing at the stage on a Thursday at 2 p.m. No, that's not true. <laughs> they haven't recorded it. Now, I'm going to educate you on Osborne Brothers soon. How many people there recorded it? Now, now, Jeb, I'll say this. If South Carolina played the rooster call every time Shane Beamer farted downwind, that would probably be the most annoying thing. But when Tennessee okay. plays Rocky Top, every time every oh time somebody God. waves a towel or uh, just puts amazing. their helmet on, yeah. it's annoying. If you had something that amazing, you'd play it a lot too. You just yeah. don't. Pit, pit don't will kick off. Us, 
It's, not it's seven yards deep. Nobody catches the ball. It's a touchdown, touchback. First down, Tennessee at the 25-yard line. I'm just saying y'all are all coming off really bitter. Y'all have nothing that good. No. The, I'm sorry. The, I'm the sorry. most fun Our thing ever, and I and I hate that Tennessee had to cancel that game today. But Oklahoma and Tennessee, where one side's playing Boomer Sooner, the other side's playing Rocky Top, and both of them play it 50 times in one game, and it's like, what is going on? Learn something else. I'm not getting that game too. Tennessee well, I mean, we plays the VOLS, you know, with a V. Oh, they do all that, and you're like, hey. Whenever they did Gladiator, we were like, look at this. This is something else. Variety. Jeb, did, did, did Tennessee fans overtake Notre Dame Stadium a few years ago? No. I think not. No. Yeah. It, it was a sea of red in South Bend when Georgia played Notre Dame. And they played oh. the fourth quarter Krypton thing. You saw the cell phone lights. And Notre Dame got so flustered that they had to play some uh, Post Malone congratulations or something to, to, to drown it out and they still couldn't drown it out that's how crazy it was wow <laughs> well i'm glad that, anyway. john in 2004 as i was walking out of the stadium a um gaggle of drunk tennessee girls um with a pom-tom was hitting me in the face with it saying it's great to be a tennessee ball um so yeah i understand the other end of that hey, some people pay for that <laughs> and some yeah. people skip past that part. Becky still on it. Where to go? She, she loves a gaggle of Tennessee sorority girls. I expect that one to go differently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're already yeah, off the It's official. Yeah, you, you owe us hibachi on your Blackstone sometime in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it has to happen now. Right. Becky is like doing like the um the father from that 70s show that's what she looks like right now <laughs> not my fault the more acceptable and better version is dolly parton's it just is i'm sorry no. so are, are you saying oh, wag- well the there it goes. The version of wagon rucker <laughs> well there's nothing good at dolly not bad, but what Dolly Parton? <laughs> now Becky's going to have an aneurysm. Okay, <laughs> so we. <laughs> Becky, do you know Jeb like, prefers, move along. <laughs> you know Jeb prefers the Darius Rucker version of, of Wagon Wheel. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Darius Becky says she just wishes there was a country version of Nickelback. <laughs> Move along, not, move along. I think we all. Flats? I think we all want a country version. Florida Georgia Line has become a character to themselves. Bob Dylan. All right, all right. Let's let's move along to the next game. Oh, Becky's gonna Look have an aneurysm. I hate that you. I hate that y'all can't see this. The, this was pretty good. Jeb Jeb broke his sister. Uh, <laughs> After cook, she absolutely jammed on him. I'll cook her hibachi and teach her about real music later. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh actually, Becky. Off, ag- off actually, the fun thing with Becky's playlist, um, every time we get in the pool, she demands her. She has a playlist that she demands to play, and everybody gets in the pool complains about her music at some point. It's become a normal thing. I, I can play my Juan's playlist all the time. <laughs> What's on this pool here? What's on this playlist? 
You name it, it's on there. They're just a bunch of babies. They don't know good music. If it was made in the 40s and 50s, she's probably got it on there. Or if it's What's wrong with that? Bluegrass yeah, or Arabic. There. What is wrong with bluegrass? Or if it sounds like it should have been played in the 40s. Arabic? <laughs> she does, she does have an Arabic singer on there. El Farik. Y'all need to look him up. He's fantastic. I don't so much like yeah. his rap, but his songs yeah. are great. The, 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 this is what I deal with. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she has the chicks on there, but I'm not sure. Hey, I probably have a The daggum bluegrass. I, I'm down. I love bluegrass. Yeah. Trample think she by turtles. On my playlist, John. Modern bluegrass. Trample by turtles. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. I mean, you give me a good banjo, boy. Give me, you know. Mm. Look up trample by turtles later. Yes. Please do. <laughs> that is y'all's homework for the week. We, we we have veered dangerously off of this week's football game. Just don't just don't give anybody from North Georgia a, a, a banjo, and you're good. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm from Atlanta. Oh, I'm safe. All right. Yes, John. Oh, Sean, and I'm ready to go. So, LSU. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of banjos. Uh, music. Speaking of weird. Speaking of banjos and weirdos. Uh, A&M hosts Miami. Oh, no. like that segue? Yes. Probably Anybody see that midnight? Any, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. as an attempt. Did anybody see the Midnight Yell practice video? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so bad. And, and it, it made even worse by um, Texas A&M trying to file copyrights on all of them to get them to take it down. And then it just kept getting downloaded and put up by different people. and Saying, hey, please don't distribute this if you see this video. <laughs> Texas A&M wants it down, so keep it. Yeah, it's so bad. Uh, it's a game that Texas A&M's favored by five and a half or something like that. Yeah, how? And, and, yes, how? that's my question. How? Yeah. How? You have you have Miami, who's been putting up oodles of points. There, there's there's another thesaurus word there. Uh, Miami has Tyler Van Dyke, and you're going to trot out Haynes King, and you think you're five point favorites? <laughs> You'd be lucky to score five points. Would you say Miami they score is that the point? Plethora. Yeah, Miami will. Miami will score yeah. a plethora of points. AM will not. You say plethora? Plethora. Yes. So, like, I, I really honestly don't know how. I, I, I don't know how they're going to contain Tyler Van Dyke. He is, I mean, they're talking about, you know, all ACC um, player of the year type stuff. Like, Miami, you watch Miami play, you want to talk about a drastic change in culture. Going from Manny Diaz to Mario Cristobal, night and day. Yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is uh, Mario Cristobal, when he coached FIU, it did not go well at all. So I was kind of surprised. Florida International University. <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's FIU. Yeah, FIU. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. I, I said it's FIU. Yeah. Uh, how, it, how did you It just didn't it? go well. Yeah, and, yeah. And How would he went to Oregon. That? I expected to go in a different way. Lane Kiffin, like FAU, was not a winning program, and he took them to three conference, t- two conference titles in three years. Yeah. I mean, I kind of expected it to look like that. Now FIU is a little bit different situation. They're a little bit poor school. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, man. I wasn't trying to correct you. I, I wasn't yeah. trying to correct you. I was saying, yes, it's FIU. What do you expect? Yeah. Nobody does well there. It's a, it's a tough, like Butch Davis doesn't, like, it's a tough place to win. It's a tough place to, do, like, if you just have a competent program, like, they're going to build a statue for you. Butch Davis, by the way, oh, he took the Browns job and then took the FIU job. Yeah. He, he's like the guy that would go out on a date or go out to the bar and just completely shotgun method it. Yeah, just <laughs> absolutely. He is not saying no. He is no is not in his vocabulary. What's, what's wrong with that? You, I was going to say, FIU, it may have been 10, 15 years ago, but they had a coach that was like, he wore like a, like a tie and a suit, and he's like 80 years old coach. I can't think of what his name was, but they actually had a pretty good team because it was like on ESPN and, and so they're, one like nineteen games. Oh, that, that, Jake, I think that was FAU, and that was Howard Schnellenberger. That might have been, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. That, that yeah, was FAU. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10, 15 years ago was Crystal Ball. So. I remember it was. I mean, it was one of the FU schools. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. FU schools. Yeah. 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 I, um, the I or the or the A. I couldn't remember. Hey, Roland. Uh, appreciate the comment. No. <laughs> Corliss Purdy. That's right. Dang right, I look pretty. <laughs> I mean, Kirby. Kirby looks pretty. <laughs> um, yeah. Cassie, if you only knew how tired I was, I'm being held together by duct tape and bubble gum here. Um, Who do you got, Friday? Did you just make we have Marshall County. Marshall McGyver. County, are they good? McGruber. Yeah, they're they're 4-0 right now. They just beat the holy hell out of Tullahoma. Who won the state okay. championship? Yeah, they're good. I still can't picture Tullahoma being good at football. I know. They That's won the state mind. championship. <laughs> I know. I just I, I can't I can't picture that at all. Start buying meth. <laughs> Come on, my students don't make meth. Oh man! <laughs> hey, that would re- that would require them being really good at chemistry though. So. Mm-hmm. That's a good they all one. suck at chemistry, so <laughs> <laughs> they all skip that class. Yeah. Should be at least able to get Adderall or something. All right, but anyway, I, I, I think I, I think um, Miami's would take will take that fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just think you know, it, it, unless they unless they make a significant change at quarterback, unless Max Johnson comes in, and makes a huge difference. There's a reason why Max Johnson's not starting, whether it be Jimbo's a you know what or. Max Johnson maybe just isn't as good as we thought. So I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, um, he, he could just have a bias thing against left-handers. That's possible. Could be. Because I'm, just like, throw, I'm just putting that out there. People can take and do with it what they will. But Jimbo back Fisher in the is biased days, against left-handers. Because back in the olden days, you didn't have left-handed quarterbacks. Could you imagine paying your coach that much money and then finding out he has something as stupid as a bias against left-handed quarterbacks? Well, they don't want to waste any money buying left-handed footballs. No, they don't. Well, they got to they really? use all their money to buy a defensive lineman who can't stop the run. How much money is that going around? <laughs> that joke just doesn't work for them. They'll apparently spend money on anything. Uh, they just they just forgot. We they, we almost just lost that clean rating. Almost. <laughs> I think I said. I think I said. You know whatever. Coffee, Corey, LOL. I hate coffee. 
you know, me problem, too. Right? What is wrong with y'all? Ah, I can't stand coffee. I uh, coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker either. So I drink water and Diet Coke. That's it. Be- Becky lives on it though. She has a cure again, and she's just really happy that. That's what we got. Yeah, I don't take her K cups. I'm Coke Zero, sweet tea, water, Gatorade, and, and Avocare Spark. That's what, that's what I'm at. Okay. That's where I'm at. John, is, is Jimbo going to buy? What? Maybe Jimbo can recruit Kelvin Benjamin. You mean Do you have eligibility Kelvin left? <laughs> yeah. I think you misspelled buy there. Yeah. You misspelled yeah. purchase. Isn't, isn't Kelvin Benjamin like 36 years old? Yeah. <laughs> he's not too old to go get his masters. Yeah. Jameis Winston, he's the one that caught Jameis Winston that winning touchdown pass against the barn. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. The barn. Useless football knowledge. I got it. Who scored the game winning touchdown for FSU 2013? Kelvin Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I think it was on fourth down, right. too. All right. Let's do picks. 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 All right. Picks. So we, move, we, we move into our pick segment. Once again, to remind you, uh, I am Corey Burton of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast, Illegal Motion, and of course, right here, SEC After Dark. Joining me is Stephen Willis, Locked down. on Ole Miss, Jake <laughs> Thomas, uh, Tide Talk Sports, Tide Talk Live. Which one is it? You changed it recently. Tide Talk Live. Yeah. There you go. I got. I had it right. And um, Jeb's a person. And, and Jeb's and a person Jeb's who a just person. got dunked on by his sister. So we're going to change up the we're going to change up the order. Jeb, you're going to go first this week. Yay! And then then, it, then I'm going to go. Then Jake's going to go. Then Steve and then Becky. That's going to be the order. All right. So help my help my help me and my ADD remember that order, guys. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. So. Yeah, we got a lot of picks. So yeah, the, bo- the at the bottom, it's been updated. By the way, the overall record: Corey's in first place right now, twenty and six. That's right. And then followed by Steve at nineteen and seven, followed by Jeb at seventeen and nine, and then Jake and Becky are sitting at fifteen and eleven. So yeah, yeah, uh, this go. this week, <laughs> Jeb, Georgia travels into Columbia, South Carolina. The line is 24, minus 24 and a half. Are you buying it or are you taking the Gamecocks? I'm taking Georgia to cover the spread. I don't, uh, you know, again, I, these high high spreads in SEC games always worry me a bit, but South Carolina just, they offensively haven't been able to do much. And Georgia, their defense is maybe a step back from last year, but it's still amazing. And their offense seems to me have gotten better. So, right now, I'm not going to pick against Georgia till they hit a team that's much better than South Carolina. Absolutely. And I, I was nervous with the big spread against Oregon, first game of the year. Don't know what to expect. They blew that one completely out of the water. They still have not given up a touchdown, even though they played Samford last week. But um, I'm taking the dogs until I can't take the dogs any further. Yeah, Steve. I'm not. Oh, uh, it's or yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. See, yeah. see, I already forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Georgia. Uh, I think they're the better team right now. Uh, Columbus is a tough place to play at, but I don't think Georgia gets rattled early. I think they come out, score, and score often, and then by the second half, they probably resting some guys that 
needs rest if they need rest because they won everybody out so far and they got pretty pretty good rest in the second half of the game so far. Yes, they have, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to take Georgia. This is one of those games. I, I I have no faith in South Carolina at this point, and I certainly don't have faith against that Georgia team, which is going to probably be the best team South Carolina plays this year. Um, you, you tell me they lose 38 to seven, I buy it. Um, I, I I just think Georgia's going to take this. Becky. Okay, so I've not been doing super great on my picks. So I thought today I'm going to correct this. I'm going to look up podcasts on Spotify, listen to some other opinions, and figure out where I'm going wrong, right? So I type in SEC, look at the results. Clearly, my phone doesn't think I can spell. So long story short, I had a fantastic day at work, but I don't know anything else about these games. So (laughs) just because... I think it's disrespectful. I'm going with South Carolina. <laughs> All right. Nice. Not a clean sweep. Going bold. I like it. Not a clean sweep. A couple games that are clean sweeps. Uh, the Mighty Penguins of Youngstown State travels into Lexington to play Kentucky. And Abilene Christian comes in to, to take on Missouri, one that they can finally win. Uh, so it was a clean sweep on all of those games, so we won't talk about those. Uh, our next game on our slate, uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium. Uh, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are host to 14-and-a-half-point favorite Ole Miss. Jeb, how do you see this one? Well, Georgia Tech is a team that can sometimes give other teams trouble, you know, with the way they run. Uh, they're off, or at least in the past, because it's not that way much anymore. And really, Ole Miss is just – I think I th- – I'm definitely going to take Ole Miss to cover this spread. I just think their offense is good enough to uh, to beat Georgia Tech fairly handily. All right, Jake. Actually, that's me. Um, yeah. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Ole Miss. Um, I, I just, yeah, I'm gonna take Ole Miss here. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Um, Georgia Tech has shown that after the first quarter, they're not really gonna play much defense. They're not really gonna have much of anything because they're getting their pregame pump on on the sideline where they get the bench presses and all the crazy <laughs> stuff. There's all the CrossFit stuff that they're doing on the sideline before the game. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Ole Miss here. I think they're gonna I think Ole Miss is gonna win big. I think they're gonna cover the 14 and a half and then some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Ole Miss. Uh, first half, uh, Georgia Tech really gave Clemson all they you know all they wanted until a um, I think it's a block punt that that kind of swing things there on that game. But uh, Georgia Tech is getting a little better, but. Ole Miss and that offense, I just don't see how they're going to keep up and score with Ole Miss. So, I think they'll probably win 21, 24 points. Yeah, if you look at um, the Ole Miss, anything you read, everything, Jackson Dart's going to take probably take the first start Saturday for Ole Miss. Um, I expect Ole Miss will utilize running backs and in the past games, they run the ball down the throat because I think Georgia Tech's going to sink a little bit because they are worried about the Lane Kiffin big plays. I take the, I'm taking Ole Miss to cover, and also in this game, I really like the under. Mm-hmm. 61.5 or something like that. That, that is a – yeah, that, that seems like a pretty easy pretty easy under. Uh, Becky, Becky, what you got? Um, I'm going to take Ole Miss too, but secretly in my heart of hearts, I think that it's going to be closer than that. But I can't pick against Ole Miss, so I'll take them. No, you definitely can't. You definitely can't pick my man Buzz. 
can't do that. Okay, so uh, our, our next matchup takes us to Jordan Air Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. And uh, that's going to be the Nittany Lions of Penn State coming in. Penn State is three-point road favorites. It says a lot about where Auburn is. Jeb, what do you got? Yeah, I just think Auburn is too much of a mess right now. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Penn State to cover that and win this game. All right. Absolutely. Um, I think with TJ Finley, a quarterback, Auburn is dead. Uh, they're going to try some fake juice gimmicks, maybe orange face mask, orange jerseys. They're going to do something with that. Brian Harson's searching for anything. He's just trying to put together a resume so he can get the, you know, what out of there. Trying to keep the clean rating, guys. Um, so I'm not picking Auburn at all. I think Penn State is going to win. They're going to cover. But I'm going to also take the under on that. I don't even know what the under is, but I'm going to take it. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's I, Jordan Hare is a tough place to play, especially you know. I think it's a night game, man, or is it a two thirty game? I can't remember. Two thirty CBS game. Two thirty. So it'd be getting dark by the time it gets to the fourth quarter potentially. But uh, Auburn's a mess. I mean, they struggled against San Jose State last week. So I, I just think Penn State comes in and, and they they weather the storm and and win and easily. Yeah, I think um, the only question is going to be whether or not they wear orange jerseys to go with their orange face mask. Because they're wearing orange face masks, but are they going to wear the orange jerseys? Because the line in this game is not really something that you got to deal with. I think Penn State's going to win this game fairly easily, like 10, 14 points um, yeah. in, at the end of the day. So, Nittany Lions. There you go. Becky? I've got Penn State by at least two touchdowns. Auburn is a hot mess. <laughs> and I like them that way. <laughs> so does Jake. So, all right. Our next game. Vandy travels to Northern Illinois. They are one and a half point underdogs on the road in DeKalb, Illinois. No, Decatur, Illinois. No. DeKalb. Decatur or DeKalb? Hey, who cares? Uh, Northern West. Illinois, the Huskies. Uh, Vandy was brought back down to earth a little bit by uh, Sam Hartman and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, which just to the surprise of absolutely nobody. So, Jeb, can they pull it off to start 3-1 and one and start the chance of we want Bama, we want Bama, we want Bama? I, I do think Vanderbilt's going to come back and win this game, so I'm taking them. I, I think it was last week we just found out that it's not going to be a magical season for Vandy, but it's still going to be a good season for them, at least by Vandy standards. Uh, so I think they'll win this game, which they really should. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I agree with you here. I, I think it's going to be, um, you know, Mike Wright is too special of a player. Yeah, he's combustible. Yeah, he can throw, you know, really bad pick sixes, but he can also do some dynamic stuff as well, especially with his legs. Uh, it's pretty much a pick em here. Uh, just like here. Just like Al Davis, just win, baby. And that's all they got to do. So um, I'm taking Vandy here on the road. Jake? Yeah, I'm taking Vandy as well. Um, and I kind of feel bad for Northern Illinois because that doesn't have – it be over two against the SEC because I think they play Kentucky in the next week or the week after. So, you know, they're – but Vandy, Vandy's going to take care of business and come down to Tuscaloosa 3-1 and one and they probably get shellacked. But at least right now they're, they're going to be 3-1. Yeah, I, this game I'm channeling my inner um, walk hard Dewey Cox and just say wrong team's favorite. 
Mm. Wrong <laughs> taste. Like, yeah. And so man, he's gonna roll in this one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna yeah. say that despite Vanderbilt's major faux pas of taking the anchor chain off of their helmets like a bunch of chumps, they're going to pull mm-hmm. off the win. And how dare anyone say Northern Illinois is going to beat an SEC team? <laughs> but if it was any SEC team, it'd be Vandy. Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy, Jeb. All right, so our next one's going to be a fun one because uh, this is a um, – Alabama hosting ULM shades of 2007 come to mind. ULM, Terry Bowden. Bama saved by 50 points. Let's see. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Set you up for <laughs> Jeb's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Bama's favored by 50. Jeb, yeah. do you, do you just, believe it? Just for anybody who's watching the show, anybody that wants to be late to this show, do so at your own risk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where are Except you? for me, because I'm in running everything. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, big bulldog up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on, producer. Yeah. I'm not going to dirty up my screen with that. Sorry. <laughs> we'll find no, They're on else. the same team, of there course. Yeah. Put a, don't, right. If you put a gator up there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeb, fifty points. Are you buying? Yeah, uh, that's a that's a huge spread that Alabama could easily do, but will they? Is the question. And I don't know if I'm betting on this one. I might have bet against Alabama, but when it comes to these picks, every time I pick against Alabama, I, I'm wrong. So I'm going with Alabama to cover this time. But it's a. Uh, I guess I don't they're feel not covering, huh? <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping because I really do yeah. every week get them wrong. So. Well, the the last time I talked about Alabama getting bored, they did not get bored. Um, so yeah. uh, I don't think it was a 50-point spread the last time. This is kind of impressive. Um, but I'm going to take Bama. They, you know, I could see a 59-3, to big three here. Yeah. Um, Remember, Louisiana Monroe beat Saban at Alabama already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saban's already pissed. Yeah, this is his revenge game. Is taking this might be the whole reason that Nick Saban Saban stayed in coaching. This is just wait. They're going to come back on, and we're going to be able to handle things. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he would be the tough person to do that. And Bryce Young yeah, as long as as long as Will Anderson doesn't line up three yards in the backfield. Right. Yeah. So did did Jake officially make his pick? No, not yet. No. Jake, why are you got, picking ULM? I'm not picking ULM, but I mean, my Jeff said 50 points spread. My gosh, it's it's kind of scary to take, but I just know how practice has probably gone this week at Alabama. It had probably not been free, and and you know, at the end of the game last week, we had a couple of players do the horns down, and if you watch the game at the end of it, Saban kind of was not happy about that. So I'm sure those guys were probably running stadiums. And the rest of the team probably had a rough week as well. So yeah, he, I, I think they can cover it. Like um, I'm up for it. Probably like 59 to to six, 59 to 10 is my thing. Well, 59 to 10 won't cover it. No, so, we're not covering. Yeah, like 59 to six. Yeah, and I think Saban probably wants them to not cover. He wants Bro, this to this, be another, another game, like a 28-point win, 
so he can just completely because you know inside that facility it's been a hair dryer for a week it just sounds like a hair dryer coming at you and and it, I'm taking Alabama to cover this because I've learned after Utah State, whenever that number that you think is too big, it's not. And I think this team crushes bad teams, which is bad for Louisiana Monroe. That is yeah. very bad. Becky. Okay, well, no doubt Alabama's going to win this game. No doubt. There's also no doubt ULM is not going to lose by 50. So it's absolutely going to be ULM. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. sorry. No. She's taking the 519 route. Yeah. <laughs> I don't math, but I'm going to assume you, know, one you back fumble, That's the thing about a line like this. One fumble that Louisiana Monroe jumps on on the 15-yard line and punches it in, all of a sudden you can't hit that 50-point number. There's not enough yeah. possessions in the day to do it. it it's it, that's, a, that's why this is a weird line, and, and even like Akron is a weird line um, coming up yeah. in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can all agree that Arkansas is going to cover their non-line against Missouri State, so we're going to we're going to clean sweep that one. But um, stop me if you've heard this one: Mississippi State is a favorite on the road at LSU. LSU, wow! At LSU, they're Mike they Norvell broke them. Rude favorite. Mike yeah. Norvell absolutely broke them. <laughs> Jeb, do you agree? I'm going to go with Mississippi State to cover this. I I had a tough time with this one. This was probably the hardest one for me to really decide what I thought here. Because uh, with Mike Leach's offense, you just never know. They they could easily cover this, just destroy LSU, or they could just come out flat and get beat. I'm, I think this one, though, they will come out and play hard and actually win this game. Bye. Yeah, run a touchdown. Mike Leach was absolutely getting after his team out there in Arizona. Um They've, they've got something going on there. Will Rogers, I think, is going to have a huge day. LSU, it's like I said, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, they're just not in tune. Offense looked dreadful. The offensive line was terrible. Special teams was awful. Keishon Butte, Butte, no matter what you say and all the reports of everything is fine, everything's fine, it's fine, 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 fine. It's not fine. Mm-hmm. It, He's not happy, and I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him in the transfer portal later mm-hmm. or going to the NFL or wh- whatever whatever his situation is. I'm not real sure. But I think Mississippi State's going to cover this. They're going to win. Um, it may just be by a field goal, but that covers it. So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm picking Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm picking Mississippi State as well. Uh, Will Rogers right now leads the SEC in passing yardage right now. He's, he's up there by himself. He's got like 763, I think, right now. Um, I mean, he's a really talented guy. Uh, and, of course, this is my least third year at Mississippi State. And in his third year, he put, brings it on. Yeah, it's pretty magical. So, we'll see. I think the magic still, is still there uh, this week. And I think they, they do cover and win this game. I don't know. I'm scared to death of this because I think LSU will win straight up. But the other part of me makes me think the defensive coordinator who has never seen Mike Leach before is going to go out there and try and play man from time to time. And, and, and that, yeah, 
that scares me a little bit. I think after they gave up 700 yards passing two years ago to Mike Leach, LSU will kind of not do that. So I'm going to take LSU. You know, you know they're not there anymore, that coaching staff. you know. You know they're no, they're not there anymore, but that film's still there. Everybody in the athletic department talked about K.J. Costello throwing for 700 yards. They've all heard about that. If LSU will just play drop eight and just drop back, they'll be fine. But So I'm going to take LSU to win straight up. I don't even need the three and a half points because I think they are going to play his own defense and frustrate Mississippi State with their athletes. And I also think that is going to get LSU in trouble later on. All righty then. All right. Becky? Well, for totally different reasons. I'm taking LSU because though I love Mike Leach, I need Mississippi State to be reminded of their place. And their place is not winning against LSU. <laughs> All right, then. All right. Well, that was like... Steve, did you did you intentionally put some reverb on her mic to really make her sound like the voice of God? <laughs> yeah. Because bravo if you did. <laughs> and bravo if you if it's unintentional. Does reverb you know, like that? Awesome. No, she um. The, the way, way the mic's positioned, she has to lean over to get to it. I think that she, I got too excited talking yeah. about Mississippi State hurting. So yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. They're I'm all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next game uh, Tennessee welcomes Akron. Uh, it's Joe Moorhead, right? I think, yeah. right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, Tennessee is 47 and a 47 point favorites. Very odd, weird spread. Jeb, can they cover that? Yes. Yes. And here's why I think that. Because Tennessee had – you know how their yeah. offense is. You know, it's it's a high power, just fast, mm-hmm. up-tempo, score a lot of points offense. They had a rough time this we're, last we're game. We're going to score more points than you. And, exactly. I feel like they're going to do to uh, to Akron what Utah did after losing to Florida to poor Southern Utah this week. They're going to come out and just pour points on just to prove they can. I think it's going to be one of those things where they just want to work out all the wrinkles. So they're going to bring a lot of people out. They're going to score as many points as they can, work as fast as it's not going to, they're not going to get like bored, like you said earlier, or trying to run the clock down to end the game. They're going to keep working on stuff before they have to go to Florida next week. So 56 uh, yeah. to 10 doesn't cover. I think it's going to be more like 63 to 10. Ooh. Maybe 63-3. We'll see. Because that defense is actually playing well. But they always give up something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm taking Tennessee to cover that. Well, all righty then. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Tennessee to cover as well because why not? Akron's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think Tennessee covers. And I, I, much like Jeff said, their, their offense is – when it's rolling, it puts up points and puts up points in a hurry. Uh, the defense playing a lot better, and it's probably going to continue looking good, especially against Akron this week. Uh, so I, I don't see how 47 points, so eight clean the Alabama game. That's a lot, but I, I think Tennessee can cover. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with Akron on this. I think it's going to be a 56 to 10 game. It might be a 56 to three. 
But whenever y'all put the backups in in the fourth quarter, Akron's going to score a touchdown, a garbage touchdown, and blow the cover in the fourth quarter. That, that is my biggest fear in this game, is some fourth-string player from Watertown, Tennessee, missing a tackle. Watertown. <laughs> Did you just right. say that, that Tennessee's playing Florida next week, though? Yes. Yes. So, no, Akron. Akron, all day, every day. Let's say Tennessee starts running away with it. Don't you think that they might take out some of their players instead of risking them getting injured, injured they, before they take Florida? Take an Akron on the dub. Yes. No. <laughs> no, Chelsea's still going to win. Sorry, I was unclear. Um, no, but they're not going to win by 47. No. I think our backups could beat Akron, so we'll see. Well, they could. It's not, not by 47. 47. <laughs> I don't know, Joe Milton. Joe Milton kind of made I couldn't finish that. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes a. I bet if I bet if you ask Joe Milton thirty four yards, he can throw four yards. But if you ask him throw twenty yards, oh, he can throw forty yards. Yeah. <laughs> Love that joke. Yeah. That and Joe Milton was the only person that didn't want to throw something in Neyland Stadium. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> Oh, I, love I, still, I still love you, Joe. Don't listen to them. All right, our next game is building up suspense here. Uh, all right, Florida hosts South Florida, 24-point favorites in the swamp. Can they bounce back? Jeb. Yeah, yeah. I think I, – I know Florida's offense isn't that great, but South Florida is bad. And Florida's going to put up a lot of points on them this week look better, and then hopefully get beat pretty bad next week. So I'm taking Florida this week, though. I'm going to take Florida as well. I South Florida just ain't good. And they're probably going to try out some really, really awful-looking uniforms, which is going to make <laughs> it even worse for them. But uh, I, I think Florida will bounce back, and you'll see a, a lot of overhype coming into the Tennessee game with Anthony Richardson having kind of a bounce-back performance. So give me the Gators. Yeah, I think Florida has a bounce back game, but you know, I, a part of me would like to take South Florida because they may be overlooking Forest Tennessee, but I still think they dispatch of South Florida pretty easily and, and cover that spread. My mother um, told me to try and find something nice to say about as many people as possible, and I include South Florida on that thing. And they have a really cool wrought iron fence when you drive by it. They've got the bullhorns that are in the wrought iron, and it looks really neat when you drive by. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But um, Florida's going to win this game by 41 points. Yeah. Y'all are mean. Y'all are mean. I'm going to take South Florida. Forget y'all. Florida might eke out a win, but South Florida is going to cover. All right. I mean, for the sake of me being a – anti-gators here um maybe i hope that south florida pulls a dub but it's just not gonna happen <laughs> i just don't right. yeah i just don't see it and last and certainly least or not least depending on who you're looking at uh miami rolls into texas a&m rolls into college station uh, another midnight yell i wonder if they have to google my who miami is i don't know mm-hmm. um you think their midnight yell might be about miami of ohio like tons of roethlisberger jokes Yes. That's a good point. Yes, it will be. Um, but Texas A&M is still favored. 
They're five and a half point favorites over Miami. I don't really get it. Jeb, are you picking Texas A&M? Absolutely not. I, going into this, my biggest fear would have been how big of a spread has Miami got before I decide that A&M can cover. And this actually works out perfect. No, I'm taking Miami. They're definitely going to win that game. Yeah, the fact that all they have to do is just win. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Canes in this one. Tyler Van Dyke's going to have a huge day. Yeah, I don't know how. Jake. I don't know, I don't know how, how A&M opens up as a favorite, I guess, because they're at their home. But, yeah, I just don't see how they're going to win this game. Unless Bobby Boucher shows up out of nowhere and just cleans the uh, Van Dyke's grill a couple of times, I just don't see how A&M is going to win this game at all. Yeah, it, it, it's another walk hard thing, Dewey Cox thing. You know, wrong team favorite. It, yeah. Miami is ranked like 13th in the country and they're touchdown underdog to the number 24 ranked team. It yeah. makes no sense. It, it, I, I, Haynes King is not good. I think we all need to have a conversation about Haynes King, about him not being good because he isn't. He's not. And, and until they find a quarterback, Texas A&M, is going to struggle. It's always about a quarterback. Yeah. Always and forever. Yeah. It's the most important position in sports. And until Texas A&M has a quarterback, they can spend $50 million of recruiting class. They'll sit there and watch the playoffs every year. Yes, they will. <laughs> it's head-scratching for sure. I should have took thirty-one, some of that $31 million and, and bought a quarterback. They yeah. tried. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Hi, Becky. <laughs> well, um, using the female logic, three oh. of my favorite NFL players of all time are Ed Reed, Warren Sapp, and Ray Lewis. So mm -hmm. I'm obviously going with Miami in this one. Yeah, I think she's a secret Miami fan. I don't think it's even that much Not of a even secret. that low-key anymore. Yeah. Not even that low-key. Hey, Dwayne Johnson played for him, too. The rock. See? I'm gonna marry Ed Reed someday, though. So. Can you? Thanks, Really? I'm just here. Yeah. Placeholder, and he's doing a good job. Yeah. Are we saying a divorce live? Becky, yeah, here? Becky's talking yeah. about um, marrying the next one, and I'm like, if I'm out, get out of this. I'm not marrying anybody. <laughs> Learn my lesson. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Water is uh, lovely this time of year. You won't get this type of entertainment anywhere else on a Wednesday night. Just telling you. <laughs> so hey, we we got every, we're gonna get everybody out of here in an hour and a half. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, well, no wait, that's yeah, an hour and a half. That's pretty good. That is pretty good for us because we usually go an hour and a half off the rails. Yeah. Well, and you just keep like, you just keep on talking, Corey. That's what usually happens. I just keep going. Yeah, Thanks. Well, shut up. <laughs> can we mute him? <laughs> so I can talk. <laughs> um, the, the picks tomorrow, by the way, we're going to cut this up, and the picks will go back up on the website as a standalone. You won't have to listen to the whole show. We're going to put that up for people that might not have participated in the stream. Thank you to everybody for participating in the stream. We're up um, at um, – 
about 110, 120 um, chats. So thank you very much for that. We're going to get this. I think we got like 80 or 90 views just on the Lockdown Ole Miss channel. Um, nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And d download the audio version if you're driving in the car, mm. uh, anywhere you find your anywhere you find your podcast, including TuneIn Radio. Um, and uh, one of my uh, one of my Believe in Georgia Dogs segments made it on the Stadium Network, so that was pretty cool. That's so, awesome. And don't out. don't don't just type in SEC if you're looking for SEC podcasts in Spotify or Georgia All Whites. <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely not Georgia All Whites. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this, make this your first SEC listen. Mm -hmm. SEC After Dark in Spotify, you will find it now. It is not part of Beast of the East anymore. I got that changed, so you can find it on the audio version. A lot simpler. So tune in to us. Check that out. Uh, if you're driving around, can't really watch, but you can watch the replay on the YouTube channel as mm -hmm. well, and you can catch us just about anywhere. Hit us up, like, subscribe. But we're going to get out of here. We are SEC After Dark. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week. So long. Go dogs. Go dogs. Haha. Bro, Todd. Call me Ed Reed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just right down the road, Beck. Yeah, good grief. It's like two hours away. I don't know what to think. Yeah, we've got a bombshell dropped on the feed tonight. Yeah, seriously. I've got I've got to I've got to get in my feelings. <laughs> what, what is your getting in your feelings song going to be tonight oh it'll probably be Nickelback but, uh, oh, I was oh yeah kidding. I was just uh, kidding look at this photograph oh, God. I'd listen to Nickelback for you Ed Reed. don't you worry thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5 star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.